Welcome to Indecent Tea Time. The dish on all your naughty reads. I'm Kristen. And I'm Jessie. And we're going to talk about so much smut. This podcast contains mature content. Please read all trigger warnings before reading any book. This podcast also contains serious spoilers for all books, so don't be mad at us for sharing the best parts. The content of this podcast is intended for adults. Safety, respect, and consent are of the utmost importance in any sexual situation. And while we're discussing many topics, we always advise our listeners to be safe, communicate, and respect others. If you're down for the ride, let's get into that tea. All right. We're so excited, guys. We are back. And this is episode 12. Can you believe we've been doing this for a year now? I cannot. But at the same time, I'm very stoked that it's already been a year. I know. We've been, we haven't been the most consistent, but you know what? We have held on and we keep recording and we're just going to keep recording because we love it. It's fun, and we hope that everyone else enjoys listening. So um, in honor of our one year, we are going to be doing a recap episode, and we'll release that um, as our final closeout. But today's episode is going to be on the Morning Glory Milking Farm. I think a lot of you probably saw this on your TikTok pages um, or in Reddit because it was on... I don't know how it got there, I have but it no was idea. on the USA Today bestselling author list, um, and it's very unique. It is a, her very first monster bait romance, which I was actually really excited about. I didn't fully understand what the difference between just yeah. like monster romance, because we've read some kind of paranormally ones, um, and this, and this is different. This, Kristen, I went into this book with very, very low expectations because I was like, just the cover, the cover of this book says volumes and yet nothing at all. (laughs) So I went in just because it's like this minotaur with this girl dressed up in a milking maid outfit. And I was like, this, this book is going to be so stupid. So I went in with very low expectations. (laughs) Yep, and I almost thought because of the front it was going to be a period piece, but it's contemporary. This is a contemporary contemporary monster romance. Um, And it it is, is in fact, a milking farm, uh, just like you would anticipate. But the most shocking thing about this book to me was how wholesome. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I would 100% agree with you. So, I, like I said, I went in with zero expectations. If anything, like, negative 100 expectations. I was like, this book is going to be so fucking stupid. Like, it's just going to be a minotaur fucking this girl. And then I reading it, and I was like, how is this wholesome and and so, so sweet? at the same time. <laughs> and, and then so dirty. So dirty. And unanticipated um okay so let's go ahead and give the quickie really quick this is again called the morning glory milking farm and it's written by c.m nascosta nascosta i believe it's her last name nacosta maybe that's it um and this is about a young woman who is struggling financially and she does not want to move back in with her parents so she takes this job uh at a 
facility that is just outside of the city she lives in. And this facility functions pretty much like a plasma donation center, but for Senator Cum. Or even like a sperm donation, like a sperm bank. Yes, like a sperm bank, because it is for um, creating human male human sex drive pills. Yeah. medicine. Yeah, exactly. Which, um, and I think a, a point that we should... So in this world, there are creatures, right? So there's minotaurs, there's vampires, there's tieflings. Like, there's, there's fairy creatures in this yeah, world. Yes, And very this fair. facility is for... It's a sperm bank. For minotaurs. Yes, because this is a key ingredient in the pharmaceutical industry within this world. Yes. So she takes this job, and essentially, that's exactly what it is, right? A sperm bank. So the Senate minotaurs go in. The milking maids are the ones that facilitate this donation. Um, And this is how these two meet, and then... We're going to get into the details, but that is the quickie of the book. And I was, like Jesse said, very surprised at how sweet and wholesome it ended up being. But where do you want to start? Do you want to kind of talk about, like, I I really want to talk about the facilitation, like, the facility itself. Yes. And how these milking maids actually do their job because i was like how is this gonna work exactly and so i was i was like that's very uh graphic it's a very interesting way yeah to do this i so when i mean when you think like a sperm bag you like the guy goes in he jerks off he puts his bunk in the container and then he leaves right well in this one there's I guess since they have hooves, right? So they can't really like do it themselves. So the milking maids essentially rub it. It's like a rub and tug sperm bank. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They like walk into this room and there's this platform because these minotaurs are so large that the milking maids are technically in this space kind of below this like wall with a hole in it that they basically stick their minotaur ginormous penises into yes and then the girls are on the other side of this barrier and they perform their massaging milking duties milking duties yes but i think at the beginning it describes it it's like a very clean facility so they're in like grubs a uniform i don't know necessarily like scrubs and then they have like a mask on so they only see the the Minotaurs only see their eyes, and you're not supposed to really, like, talk to them. It's pretty much, like, get in, get out. And so when Violet starts the job, she's like, I don't know what I got myself into. This is weird. And then I love how they describe the categories of guys. There's, like, the the mega milkers. And my favorite was the good little cows. The good little cows, yes. So all of the techs, we're going to call them techs. I think that's what right, yeah. they call themselves, milking techs. Um, they have categorized all of these minotaurs that come in into groups of of gentlemen that <laughs> react or need different things in order to get off. So there's, yeah, there's like the 
the business type men and I yes. forget the name of that one. The clock watchers, right? Clock watchers. That's right. They like get in, get out and they just make their money. And then there is the good little cows, like you said, the ones that like to pretend that they're cows, right? Yes. Like they're getting, uh, like their dick is an udder, right? Yes. So like, they basically, like they need praise, like who's a good little cow? Yeah, I bet you like that. Like they're just like praise and treated like they're cows mm -hmm. on a farm. And then there's the mega milkers, which they they come in, they produce an like an insane amount of sperm. And then there's the clock watchers who are like, "You're taking too long. I just need to get in and out. I'm on my lunch break." And then there's like the first timers. I forget like exactly what they call them, but they're like so nervous that they just. Mm -hmm. And I love how she describes as like the ones who are really nervous in their first timers, how if you don't get the little suctioning piece on their penis at the right time, they just like explode all over and it's like a mess to clean up. And like, yeah. like I said, this, this book was insane about really crazy details that just, but it, I think why I liked this book, which surprised me, I, I was very surprised on how much I liked this book and because of how ridiculous the whole book is. I was like, this book is, of all the books that we've read, I was like, okay, this book's not that bad. It's insane and it's stupid. And I recognize how stupid it is. But the world building is really good. She just, like, she paints this picture of this world of, of these vampires and these minotaurs and these creatures and the society that they live in. And then the way that uh, the author describes the facility that they go to and other facilities around. And then... Mm -hmm how the main female character builds relationships with all these fake creatures in this one little town. Like, it's just, it was just yeah. so ridiculous for me. And the way that the author describes this facility and how sterile uh, and clean everything is and how there's extra scrubs and... Um, I should have you known you paid. would like this part because it, was... it, like, that it's like an actual medical facility, right? <laughs> of course, that's your favorite part. I know, I was like one of your yeah, favorite parts. A good job about like sterile technique and like how to keep it. Um, I'm a nerd. <laughs> it's hilarious. So okay, so the, our main two characters, right? It's so this new growl, and then she gets this guy who is a clock watcher, and he's also a, a high earner, like a mega earner or whatever. Yeah. So he has like lots and lots of come and so she gets him for the first time and she gets him off like super fast and then he leaves her a tip like this giant tip because apparently you can leave your text tips which is great i guess um but then apparently you're also allowed to request text right as a willing participant in this so he comes back and requests her and his whole kink is that, like, she has these tiny little human hands around his yes. enormous minotaur uh, cock that's, like, the size of her leg, essentially. Yeah, right, exactly! <laughs> like, let's be real. This There's a massive size difference between Mr. Yes. Minotaur and little human galley gal. Um, and the, their relationship does expand. It does evolve. Like, at first, it's, like, and I think even at the first meeting, she was even, like, kind of turned on by him, like, 
Because mm-hmm. the other ones, she was just, you know, she was really professional, in and out, you know, a little rub and tug, and then put the suction thing on, and then, you know, she moved on. But, like, yeah. then she she did extra moves and extra lube and was, like, getting really into it. And she was like, oh, and the way he, he stamped his hoof, I was like, oh, my Mm-hmm. Yeah, because they have like direct line of sight to their their hooves, their feet, because they're like, you know, platform. Above they're them. below yeah. them technically. But yeah, so what I particularly enjoyed about her fascination with him was that she judged him primarily on the beauty of his cock. Because yes. that's all she does every day is look at different cocks. And she was like, wow, this is like a gorgeous enormous cock i think it's beautiful (laughs) that was her whole thing was just admiration for this beautiful minotaur leg appendage cock what is it like the way he the way he grunts or how does hold on i have to find the word the verbiage of the way he lulls or something and i was like what the fuck is being described right here but it's basically the way he's mooing for her she got off on and i was like oh my god uh, hold on, let me let me find this. Uh, yeah, it's like seventeen percent in is where, or I'm on page thirty nine is where she, because that's when she first meets him. And... When she'd established the stroking rhythm, she enclosed his <laughs> cock head in her fist, sliding over the precum. He was steadily weeping by then, twisting and squelching until his hips bucked. Welching. I hate that word so much. Squelching is a pretty bad term. Squelch and moist are the two words that I just cannot... (laughs) She'd lost track of how long she'd been pumping the huge cock by then. (laughs) The squelching. It says squelching many times. Many times, yeah. Um, She describes it as stifled grunts is the... um, the noise that she appreciates stifled grunts the and the hoof stamping that every time i read that i was mm-hmm. like like i said the the author does a good job of like creating a scene like it was ridiculous um okay I'm... another half groan escaped him as the bulbous head of his cock was sucked into the machine <laughs> and the scrape of his hooves audible over the sound of the pistoning arm of the milker as she worked the nozzle down his thick shaft yeah, I mean, this book is... <laughs> it's very... It's um, dirty. It's dirty, yeah. And the visuals are like, they are... Ac- I mean, I'm assuming they're accurate, but they uh, are very enlightening if you've never read monster-based Yeah, this was my first before. monster, like, this type of book. Um, yeah, me too. The weight of so, this book was a delicious heft, heavy and solid in her hands. Exactly, yeah. It's like, this literally, she just loves how, like, giant this guy's cock. So this is clearly, like, a size trope, right? Right. He wants, he likes her because she's so little and she likes him because he's so big. So they end up going to, co- or, like, meeting in the coffee shop that she has started going to. And... They end up like having this just little conversation and then they start meeting there on the regular and slowly dating and things like that. But 
I found it. I'm sorry to interrupt. He no, load no. the load. He and she. The author says this word load. L O W E D. And so I'm just imagining this. Every time the author said that word, I just heard a cow just like, you know, doing its cow moves. But like, cow moves. <laughs> oh, this is like an episode of like Animal Planet, right? Or like when uh, you go to the zoo and they're playing the um the animal noises in the bathroom. Yes. <laughs> well, this well, almost, no, this I'm never of, almost to reminded to me of like. Yet. You know how they have to like artificially inseminate like horses or cow, like, and so this uh-huh, just reminded yeah. me of that scene of like these animals getting jerked off and they're making their weird animal noises. And so every time the author said "load," I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> and I totally got lost. I just like, I it pulled me out of the book, and I'm just laughing. And my husband is like, "What the fuck are you laughing at? Isn't this supposed to be a sexy book?" And I was like, "I mean, it is and it isn't because I just can't get." I we couldn't tell our husbands like, "Have you guys learned by now? Our sexy books also involve." A lot of other components. Weird shit. Some weird Violence, shit. Violence, murder, animals, cows, humor. Cows mooing. You know, we go, we, we're full spectrum over here. So I read that scene to my husband and he was like, what the fuck are you reading? And I was like, a cow is getting jerked off right now. And he was like, what? So I said, I'm sorry, it's a minotaur. It's for pharmaceutical purposes. Don't worry. <laughs> I literally was I was taking screenshots of this book and sending it to my smut club in my neighborhood to get their reactions also. <laughs> and I was like, do you guys want to read this one next? And they were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I sent it to Krista, to um, our good friend. And I was like, dude, I'm reading this book right now. And I sent her just the cover of the book. And she was like, what the fuck did you just send me? <laughs> and then I sent her a page and she was like, Jesus Christ, Jessica. <laughs> like you guys just don't have enough fun you gotta you just gotta hang out with us i think that is the really underline it. of this book it was a fun r- just ridiculous book like if you just want something and that's what we were saying it's wholesome like the minotaur rourke is so sweet on her he really is he he uh woos her he takes her out to dinner like 100 percent, everything's about consent um, it's on yep. her terms. Like it was so, so sweet and yet so, so dirty. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And like they do kind of go into the technicality of like they do end up fucking, right? Yeah. Like his giant minotaur cock does make its way into her vagina. Yeah. And her so they talk about vagina. like the difficulties that come along <laughs> with that. <laughs> And, like, how to facilitate such a girthy entrance. Um, But so they, yeah, and those scenes are really, really good, too. But, I mean, she literally, like, sits on basically, like, the top, you know, couple inches of his. I like the, at the very end, I'm pretty sure it's at the end where he's like, I want you to hit my balls. And she was like, what? And he was like, hit him. She was like, okay. <laughs> I was like, this book is. I I think, you know, there like there's a lot of smut books where you just know the beginning, the middle, of the end. You know how it's going. There's no surprises. You know what you came for. And this book, I had no idea where it was taking. It was a roller coaster. 
Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I reading? This book is hilarious and ridiculous. Oh, that was actually really sweet. Oh, he bought her some coffee. Oh, he knows her name now. Mm-hmm. Oh. Oh my. <laughs> what what the fuck did I just read? He's lowing again. <laughs> oh my yeah. God. And her whole thing, the whole time, like, I'm like, this is like the definition of a cum slut, right? Like oh, yes. she like she one of her favorite things is that he unloads such a volume of cum what did what did it say like two and a half liters liters he fills up yeah liters and they're very descriptive about when he does this inside of her how it basically just like overflows out yes because there's so much of it Which is and really he's like, oh, we'll get some visual. towels. And I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, that scene where they finally do it at his house, and he like he prepares it. He's like has towels, and then he like wasn't like the bed scraping across. Like they had to like fix the bed or so. I'm like, God, like this book was just ridiculous. Yeah. It was so. It was great, but then it was so sweet. Like, he was so good at aftercare, and he was so good at preparing her for everything, and, like, she was just his little, you know, precious human lady. (laughs) And then they made best friends with the neighbors, who was also, like, an interspecies relationship, and so she was... Be, she built like a relationship off of the struggles that come with interspecies relationships and everyone's views of that outside mm-hmm. of their little inclusive town right. that they're in. And that was really cute and wholesome as well. But when they finally do start having sex, the, he, t- he talks dirty. He's oh, a yeah. Dirty, yeah. He's a dirty little mm. dominant high earner minotaur. <laughs> Like, oh, I think I had, um, I had a scene. He, he does have really good commentary. On your knees, sweetheart, you don't think I'm going to put you to bed without a, a smile on your face, do you? I already told you I'm going to spoil your cunt rotten. <laughs> My word, sir. I know, and he's just so adoring the way he does it. He's like, I'm going to spoil your little cunt. Like, I can't promise you'll be walking right on Monday. <laughs> I was like, ain't that the damn truth? <laughs> Seriously, because she had like she's gonna have to have major surgery done to expand. I was gonna her. say to, like split her in half. Jesus, so her cervix is gonna be very bruised. Which, in case anyone didn't know, bruising your cervix is a real thing. Just want to point that out, not from experience or anything. But I am still surprised that this, like, dude, this book was everywhere. It really on the was. Seller, like, all these girls were like talking about it. Like, you need to read, and I was like, okay, Kristen. Apparently we need to check this out. And I and again I went in with zero expectations and I was not disappointed. <laughs> and at the same time I was like, what the fuck did I just read? But not in like a like in our dark romances where I was like, what the fuck did I just read? It was like a this was this was a different this was different. It, yeah, it was very lighthearted. Yes. And it was very yes, positive, right? Like there was no anxiety around anything in this there's wasn't even any trigger warnings i mean unless you have something against 
interspecies relationships. But no, we're not talking I about mean, like bestiality. We're talking strictly like minotaur, fey, mythical creature. You're right. Yeah, there, yeah. I don't even think there was any like there was no trigger warnings that I saw about nope. this book. It was very, and I agree with you, very lighthearted. If you're looking for a funny, uplifting book that's still sexy and is outside of what you normally read, like you just want to. And I think this is what this was for me. It was definitely not something that I would have... Like, if I saw this book, I was like, what the fuck is this? And I would have just glanced over it and walked on. But because so many people were talking about it, I thought we should give it a chance. And it this this book exceeded expectations, but at the same yeah. time, it was funny. I laughed out loud a, quite a few times. I think it was a good book if you want to get in... Like, if you're not sure about monster books... I think uh-huh. this is this would be a good um a good book to start with. I agree. I mean, and this author specifically writes this monster bait trope is her thing, and I would be willing to read another one of her books. I mean, she's a, it was a great it was a well written smut book, yes. and I enjoyed it. <laughs> like maybe we should go down this rabbit hole of monster I, that's, bait. I'm romance. telling you, I was like, well, now this just opened a whole. <laughs> god damn it now i have a whole new world of monster fucking that i had no and you know what's funny is now my kindle is like gargoyles and it's like starting to you know how it's like it starts to suggest hold on i have let me go to my amazon page because i was opening up amazon for christmas right and i was like what the fuck is amazon suggesting right now i have that problem with my amazon account too when i open it up i'm like hmm my recommendation list yes. is pretty sketch. It's pretty weird right now. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm not trying to advertise my recommendation list on Amazon anytime soon. So we both loved this book. We know our spicy scale is like completely skewed. But you know what? Very I'm going to give this yeah. a scale of there were parts that I was like, dang, that's actually pretty hot. That's my new yeah. spicy scale. Like if I was reading it and was like, huh. But that's you know my blood pressure is rising a little bit that's my new yes. scale um and so i do what i so i sent you that tiktok about how we shouldn't rate it like a chili pepper we should rate it as like a, a wetness scale which i was like that's pretty dirty <laughs> but i that. like it because we're pretty we're pretty i also i i want to get you this um bookmark and it says i don't watch porn i read it like a fucking lady <laughs> I have seen so many of those and I've sent like yeah I've seen some gifts and things like that I've sent around I love that if I ever read like physical books that would work but I don't I just right. need a shirt right. I need a sweater that says it and I'm gonna wear that sweater to the gym I'm gonna <laughs> see how so many looks I get my brother has a uh t-shirt making machine and i'm gonna i'm gonna do that that's gonna be your christmas present oh my god Merry i'm christmas. ready yes please do that <laughs> um we'll just make our own whole line of indecent tea time and smutty comment yes. uh sweaters what would you rate exactly. this book uh i mean i guess i would rate it i would rate it like a three and a half or a four um it was very like graphic but it was very sweet also right um and there was a lot of storyline and things like that so i would probably say like a four i enjoyed it a lot i would say a three and a half because it did take a while to get into it the anticipation building was really was good there is some masturbation which those scenes were mostly her right it focuses on her it's mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I would say I would say like a three and a half, three point seven five if I will 
compromise with you because I don't think it's quite a four. Yeah. And I think like, I guess we should be specific. Like when we talk, when we say the sexy scenes, we're talking about like the sexy scenes between them because the masturbation of the Minotaur, like it's a very clinical, you know, type of thing. So we are like the whole book is filled with jacking people off essentially well minotaurs off but it's from a medical perspective yeah like it's not the only thing that's not professional or like business is when she when her and rourke are together but everything else is just like yep i started like i started touching them i started pumping them and then i threw the the milk sucker on and then we moved on but like the scenes between her and rourke are those are the spicy scenes. Spicy. Yes, they're spicier. And then when they actually do start having like when they do start having sex or when he touch when he's touching her at the restaurant, that scene was that scene was pretty good uh-huh. too. I was like, oh my like again, my blood pressure started yeah. to rise. I was like, I was not like, okay, this is this okay. All right, here we go. So yeah. <laughs> Deal. Well, I'm glad we read it. I, I think we'll probably yes. read a couple in the next year, right? So like we said the next episode is going to be a year-end wrap-up and um i'm excited for the next year maybe we can do uh more next year we'll just kind of see what life does and how we're feeling because like we said we do this for fun so and i do appreciate all of you who have been listening to us and that are still listening to us and have been following us from the beginning because if it was up to Kristen, we would be doing the podcast like every day. <laughs> I read this but every like, day. Every day we'd have a I new could, podcast. We could probably record like every other week. I could do that, but I just have lots of comments. Yes. So I think now that I will not be physically going into school, but I have, I'll be taking online classes. I think I'll be. I always say this. I'm like, I think I'll have time to do this more, and then I just don't. So <laughs> we'll work it out. We'll work it out either way. Have you have you noticed? So now I'm at my husband's work events. Yeah, I am that girl who does the sex podcast. Oh my! <laughs> yeah, we were at dinner with his colleagues, and one of them goes, "Are you the girl with the sex podcast?" And the guy across from her goes, "My neighbor is releasing a smut book. You should interview them." And I was like, "Okay, did that." All right. I don't really um, know how to respond. To so, that. no, I'm not I I don't think I've reached that level of fame yet. <laughs> um, I get the uh so my husband, he one of his employees listens to us, which, you know, shout out to you you know who you are. Shout out to you. Um her husband does a podcast on like rockets, like a uh, model rockets that he builds. And he got a little upset because she listens to our podcast and not his. <laughs> That's great. I mean, and tell him he, I, I have a rocket he could probably do a podcast on. <laughs> we, <laughs> got a red rocket for you. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> Sorry, sir. That was a poorly framed joke. That was that was a low hanging fruit. Anyways. Um, so yeah, so I've I've gotten that where Well, it's mostly just like the people that my husband works with that I meet, right? I'm like trying to be like a nice professional wife and go to these work events. Kristen, you're a fucking and, lady. And then they break yeah, because I'm a fucking lady. And um 
And then they bring that up. I'm like, I don't think this is appropriate work conversation. Like I'm sitting there and like, what do you do for a living? And I tell them what I do for a living, which is I do finance in case anyone was interested. Um, and then someone like down the table will be like, and, and. Like, maybe maybe not the and part. <laughs> and then people are like, wait, what? Leave the and yeah. part off. Like, my husband just sits there and laughs. He's like, well, here we go. <laughs> here we are. All right. Okay. Again, thanks, everyone. This has been an amazing 12 episodes for our very first season. We'll do a recap. But we are super excited for the year to come. And so we will see you next time. Cheers. Thank you guys so much for joining us. Don't forget to come find us on all of our socials. We're Indecent Tea Time on Instagram, TikTok, and Reddit. And we'll be around. So send us a DM. And we can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Bye. Thanks for joining us for some Indecent Time. Come back for more Naughty Tea.